Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Yes, I am back like I promised. It is time. It is time. The countdown to Spider-Man No Way Home continues. And I did promise a special guest, a special guest that would come onto the podcast. Now, he is young, so don't be hating on him. All right. He is young. You cannot hate on the future of this business. And when I say this business, I mean the future in general. The fact remains is I wanted a a different kind of perspective here. I wanted a perspective where it's not only about, you know, the audience in terms of me or in terms of you, but the audience in terms of the young mindset, someone that can maybe not do too much thinking, or maybe he does, but let's see, let's hear from him. Ladies and gentlemen, let me present to you the son of the co-host that I work with, that I work for, Sid Rosenberg from Burning and Sid in the Morning, only on 77 WABC, which obviously is where I work. Ladies and gentlemen, his son, you know him, you like him, you'll probably get to like him after this. Here we go, Gabriel Rosenberg. What's up, Gabe? How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, yeah. Yeah, doing fantastic. You know, dude, one week away. One week away from Spider-Man No Way Home. First and foremost, let me ask you this. How hyped are you? I'm very hyped. I mean, like seeing the trailers with the villains and um, hopefully getting back uh, all three Spider-Men into that movie. I'm very hyped. Have you gotten your tickets yet? No. What are you waiting for? Well, I don't know. I mean, I haven't been in a movie theater since the pandemic started. So that, that does make sense especially with everything that's been going on with COVID and the vaccine mandates and everything else. But let me give you a strong piece of advice. Get your tickets now because you know full well that they're going to be jam-packed like crazy. Oh, yeah. I heard the website actually crashed like 12 hours uh, into launch. Dude, like when I, I was in Puerto Rico when that news hit. And when the news hit that the entire site crashed, I just looked into my phone. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wait until the nighttime and see what happens. And sure enough, I was able to get it during the night. Did you get it uh, the day of uh, the, uh, the movie like launching? Uh, I would say it was probably a day later because a lot of people don't come to the theaters that is right next to my house, which is interesting because I'm in the city. I'm literally mm-hmm. in the heart of Queens. And I wouldn't say the heart of Queens. I would say the edge of Queens. And uh, let's just say I was confident. Mm-hmm. A little scared, but confident. Yeah. But, dude, you're going to, between you and me, you're going to have to go to your dad and be like, yo, pop, we need this. <laughs> like, dad, no, we need, are you going, who are you going with? Are you, um, going, are, are, are you going with your dad or are you going with uh, friends, other family members? Like, talk to me, to Goose. See the movie? What, what, yeah, to see the movie. Or are you going by uh, yourself? Well, um, if I'm seeing it in a movie theater, I don't know if I am, but if I am, it's probably going to be with like my dad or my mom, maybe both. And are they massive fans like you? Not really. No. I mean, <laughs> my mom's a huge Spider-Man fan. My dad, oh, she is. Could, my dad could care less. Ah, uh, 
You know what, though? You know what, though? Like, maybe if you were, chances are you may or may not, but if you expect, have you ever explained to him, like, why this means so much to you or you have, and he's like, okay, I still don't get it. Well, okay. So, yeah, obviously, uh, he saw the movies before me um because like and i'm talking about specifically tobin toby the toby Maguire sam raimi trilogy yes. obviously he saw those before me he saw he saw those probably when they first came out so yeah he saw the movies he know he knows the movies are good but he doesn't really he's not deeply invested in that uh topic all right so it's not his wheelhouse you know what that's fine that's fine because he's into politics and he's in he loves sports as you know he loves mm-hmm. sports he's into politics sort of and uh, you know what? If it's not his wheelhouse, as long as it makes you happy, that's what counts, right? Yep. I can see you jumping for joy. Like, this, dude, it's one week away. Yeah, it's one week away. I don't know. It's it's crazy. I'm going to be avoiding all social media so I can actually, like, not get spoiled. Like, so I can't, I, so I can, like, not get it spoiled for me because I know how social media is. And if I open up, like, any social media platform app, uh, whether it's like an app or a website on my computer, I know I'm going to get bombarded with spoilers. So there's no way I'm going to be on uh, any social media when uh, it launches. Now, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this real quick. Do you watch all the trailers when it comes to any movie, whether it's Spider-Man or any Marvel movie, do you watch all the trailers or just one and then just don't even bother? All right. Well, Spider-Man No Way Home, the hype was built up so much. So when the first trailer actually came out, uh, I already knew that it was going to be about the multiverse because of articles. But when it first came came out, I was like, I have to watch this. So I did. And then the other trailer came out and then I watched that. And then like these leaks came out. I basically watched every single piece of footage I can get from that film. Oh, no. Uh, Oh, no. (laughs) But. Every no. other like other movies, I I do not watch the trailers. I maybe watch like only like movies I'm deeply invested in, like a f- like franchise I'm deeply invested in. Like what? Give me some examples. Uh, well, I I really like Scream, so I watched the trailer to okay. Scream Five of Scream Five. That's really it. I don't really watch any other trail for trail trailers for any other movies. For some weird reason, I was thinking they were going to renamed the title five cream the same way they did with square forum mm-hmm. but i th- that that would have been a little bit too stupid and it's mm. like what are we doing but mm-hmm. you know what um i'm i'm the exact opposite i only see one trailer and then that's it because the studios as you may know they it's their form of marketing and they like to you know the old saying um if you have too much of your cake you're going to get sick or oh yeah yeah i I see your cake and you eat it too things like that Mm -hmm. that's what i feel like when it comes to multiple trailers and Mm -hmm. it's the same thing with dc it's the same thing with anything that involves superhero films because that's what the studios do all they care about you may not know this guy but there's one guy from shark tank his name is kevin o'leary and he says it's all about the money that's all it is (laughs) i I like shark tank so you watch it uh sometimes uh, okay well sometimes you know sometimes because because uh your dad brought it i think he brought it up either today or yesterday and he can't stand the guys 
<laughs> oh my god i'm like I'm, I'm sitting here right i could be doing whatever and then i just hear bum 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 <laughs> you know what that's that's good though because it's our job to think ahead in terms of being business people or in terms of thinking like a business mm-hmm. but that's that's perfect so i know we're getting a little bit off track here so back to the movie back to our hype level let me ask you this um you've already answered part of this in terms of what you're looking forward to seeing what do you think is going to happen next all right well like like uh, give me your give me your theories uh next as in what's going to happen in the movie or after the movie after the movie do you think they're going to be done with the spider-man uh mcu version do you think they're going to go back to sony do you think Tom Holland is going to continue being this character? Like, give me your predictions. Give me your theories. Well, I know that uh, Tom Holland isn't going anywhere. And I know that uh, they're planning to make another film after Spider-Man No Way Home. And uh, seeing, uh, I saw I saw Venom. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to put Venom to waste because uh, he's canon to the MCU now. I don't think no. they're going to put him to waste. I think... He's not going to be in No Way Home. I think he'll be in uh, Spider-Man 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there has been some uh, talk about uh, someone new going into Spider-Man 4. I forgot exactly who it was, but it was some villain, like like a and like a main antagonist. Uh, so I, I looked into that. And I'm like, well, if, there, if there's rumors surrounding uh, this villain, there's a possibility that uh, Tom Holland's going to come back because I know I already know he's not going to go anywhere, but. I don't know if they're going to scrap the idea or not of a Spider-Man 4, like they did with uh, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man 4. You, you know, it's interesting because um, I've been doing my countdown ever since, well, literally for the past month. And I've had my theories in terms of what could happen next, the same way you mm-hmm. do, the same way as everybody else. And it's a real shame that, they scrapped the idea with Spider-Man 4 back when it was supposed to get released around 2009, 2010. This mm. was Sam Raimi's movie. Yes. And then we fast forward to the amazing Spider-Man uh, movies, and they were supposed to do the Sinister Six. And then the amazing Spider-Man 3 was supposed to come out, but they nixed that idea too. So I guess my question to you is, how bad do they have to mess up do does the MCU have to mess up to try to scrap another idea? All right. Well, I feel like they should definitely. Well, we have a base idea from the rumors, and uh, I feel like they should definitely try to build up from that idea uh, because we just have like one an- antagonist. That's all we got. So I think we we need we we should have a little bit more info. They should have a little bit more info, uh, and also. Uh, so with Spider-Man, with Spider-Man Four, with Sam Raimi, that was a big mistake. Though now, if they if they if they don't make a Spider-Man Four, uh, that will be okay in a sense because they've made three uh, um, uh they've made three amazing movies. Uh, at that point, they would have made three amazing movies because mm-hmm. we already know No Way Home is going to be amazing. I mean, we got Otto Octavius and. Uh, Green Goblin, so it's 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 very, it's a very good chance it's going to be amazing. So if they do end end it off with a bang, uh, with No Way Home, I won't I won't be sad. I mean I will be, but I won't be uh, as sad uh, as me watching Sam Raimi and being like, 
wait, that's it. We're just left. We're just left on a cliffhanger. We don't know what's going to happen. Right. So in other words, you're, it's better off for them to end on a high note than to be like, what, what are we doing? Yeah. Because it's, it, Spider-Man No Way Home is uh, surrounded by the multiverse. And we have some pretty, pretty, pretty big evidence uh, suggesting towards uh, all the Spider-Men coming back. So this can really be ended on a high note because with Spider-Man 4, it's going to be like they went all the way up and then they're going to go down a little bit. So I'd rather them just end it on a high note. Um, that's really my opinion. Okay. Okay. Now, here's my theory. Mm-hmm. If they do end on a high note with Spider-Man and the MCU, as you just said, they're most likely going to do a crossover with Venom because you can't do a scene like Venom Let There Be Carnage at the end of the film, have a crossover cliffhanger like that, and then end it like that. No. So my question to you is this. Aside from the movie we're going to get next week, what other crossover are you looking forward to? The easiest one has to be Venom and Spider-Man. But what else Like, what else would you personally like to see? What would you like to see on the big screen? Okay. So Venom and Spider-Man would be amazing. But not only that, uh, speaking of uh, Venom, Venom uh, in the comics was a symbiote suit. I'd love to see Spider-Man get the symbiote suit. And just like swinging around and him realizing, wait a minute, this is really corrupting me taking it off uh, to then realize um, to then for then uh, for Venom to go back to Eddie Brock. I think uh, the the crossover should work as though uh, Eddie Brock and Venom have an argument. So uh, Venom detaches from Eddie Brock and goes out into the world, finds Spider-Man, attaches with him, bonds with him, makes a symbiote suit. Spider-Man realizes that Venom is corrupting him, takes it off, and then Venom goes back to Eddie Brock and then Maybe they have like a fight, or maybe they maybe maybe at the end they have like an alliance. Who knows? You should be That's a screenwriter. To see. Hmm? You, you need to be a screenwriter. <laughs> really? and, and, and and you know what? Like I guess this is the point that I'm trying. I wouldn't say it's a point that I'm trying to make, but the young mindset like you have, and like myself and like other people, mm-hmm. we are so passionate about these characters. We're so passionate about their developments, their storytelling. We're so passionate about so much that we are willing to, in a way, so to speak, you know, maybe not everyone feels the same way. We are willing to write out these plots and then see them unfold before our very eyes rather than have the studio do whatever they want to do just for the bottom dollar. And it's sad. It really is. Because if that wasn't the case, Spider-Man 3 would not have ended the way it did. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 would not have ended the way it did. And chances are, we probably would have gotten more projects that has to do with this character. Quite frankly, there is the other side of the coin here where too much is not good. Mm-hmm. Like, quick example. How often are is DC Comics, not that I'm complaining, how often is DC Comics going to continue to milk Batman? A really long time. And not only that, uh, too, much, uh, uh, too much is not good. A great example of that, even though I love this movie, is Spider-Man 3. They got Sandman, uh, uh, Harry Osborn, like Harry Osborn's whole backstory, and Venom all mashed up into one movie. So that was too much. And 
it frankly it was not that good. I mean, they could have done so much better. Uh, and that and DC definitely. I'm I'm curious. Why do you love Spider Man three so much? Because I'm sure you've know. I'm sure you know that movie had tons of hate on it. Okay, the reason why I love Spider Man three so much is because and 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 for the listeners. We're talking about 2007 Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3. Not the Spider-Man 3 that's going to be up and coming. I swear, they need to change these titles. Go ahead. All right. The reason why I love Spider-Man 3 so much is because even though Venom sucked in the movie, (laughs) even though Venom was horrible and they could have done so much better, Sandman was an amazing villain with an amazing backstory. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Spider-Man getting a symbiote suit like showed uh, and like like releasing all of like like not restraining himself was really cool for us to see because we're, because we thought maybe we wouldn't get that again. So, uh, maybe we will. Who knows? But at that time, we thought this probably wouldn't happen again. So I was like, wow, this is a really cool movie. Um, except uh, and except for when <laughs> the symbiote bonded with Eddie Brock, that's when the movie started going downhill a little bit. I feel like they should have done Spider-Man Four around Venom. I feel like they should have kept Venom out of the movie until Spider-Man Four, and then build up a whole thing about Venom. Uh, per- uh, specifically, I think in Spider-Man Four, what should have happened is he should have uh, Peter should have taken off the symbiote suit. And then the symbiote's dying. And then, well, I think, okay, here's what I really think should have happened. I think he should have kept it contained uh, somewhere. And he, he uh, Spider-Man was doing something with it, like a criminal, trying to defeat a criminal. And, you know, Eddie Brock's job is to take pictures of Spider-Man. Maybe instead of uh, Eddie Brock getting fired and all and wishing death upon him, he takes pictures of Spider-Man and then... Uh, the symbiote that was contained, maybe it's like near him, maybe it's like in his pocket or something, it falls out and then it attaches to him and that causes a huge like riot because uh, Venom uh, attaches to Eddie Brock uh, in front of all these people. I don't know. That's just my idea. Hmm. Interesting. So you'd rather for Venom to actually come in and wait until the next movie instead of shoehorning him in at the very last 40 minutes of the movie. At the very last 30 <laughs> minutes. Like, it was like 20 minutes. Barely barely any of him. Yeah, two, yeah, really, 20 minutes. And I feel like he had the actor. I don't know his name, but he had so much potential because he was really good at being, like, psychotic. I, I, I believe his name was uh, Christopher Grace or Topher yes, Grace. Yeah, yes, something like that. Something Grace. Uh, I feel like he had a lot of uh, potential. Uh, I mean, he was really good at acting psychotic. It's just that he had no screen time and he was mashed up with Sandman and the whole, all of the other shenanigans. So then let me ask you this. Let's go back to the MCU Spider-Man with Tom Holland. Mm -hmm. Do you prefer him to stay in the MCU or go back to Sony and why? Uh, Well, I think at this point, he should go back to Sony. I have nothing against the MCU, but Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man Iron Man is gone. Uh, and basically every other MCU character that uh, could be reachable for some reason hasn't been. So I really don't see why uh, Spider-Man should stay in the MCU after this. He, he has no one to reach out to from the MCU. Everyone is either dead or like unreachable, right? Like, we already know what Wanda was doing and stuff. So <laughs> I, I, I mean, 
nothing. Like there's, there's no reason for Tom Holland to stay in the MCU. You know what? I agree with you. And I've gotten tons of hate for it. I've gotten tons of complaints saying, oh, um, MC, uh, Spider-Man is perfect in the MCU. No, he's not. Granted, I understand Sony botched a lot of Spider-Man films. I completely get that. But the core of Spider-Man, the core of his character is he never catches a break. He's always alone. He struggles when he's by himself. I feel like the MCU Spider-Man was handed a lot of the things that were given to him. He was handed the Iron Spider suit. He was handed his first suit from the Homecoming movie. Mm -hmm. He's been handed tons of help. And he surrounds himself by a lot of people that are conveniently there for him to reach out to, like you just said. Him going back to Sony, he barely has anyone. And that is what pushes him. Well, not only does that push him, but it makes him much more vulnerable and much more of a connecting character, especially for someone that is trying to do their best, trying to be greater, trying to do whatever they can to get by. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, I think that this movie will have a little bit of a different approach towards Spider-Man. I believe that this time Spider-Man will not be given any help because who's going to help him? He's going to be left by himself unless the three Spider-Men actually come, which is there's a good chance they will. But the movie, so have to deal with all this and carrying like this weight on his back until maybe the very end of the movie, which really shows that he's not being handed stuff anymore. So, um, I don't know. I mean, he's he, it, this movie could just change that whole entire aspect. So, we'll see. But, honestly, yes, I do agree with you. Uh, he was given his first suit in Homecoming by Iron Man, the iron suit from Iron Man. And if he does get the symbiote suit later on, he's going to get that from the symbiote. He's not going to go out searching for it because he doesn't know it exists. So, that's what I, that's what I think. You said that you have watched the trailers already mm -hmm. and we both agree that he should not be getting help by anybody because that's what makes him who he is. But from what I've seen, Dr. Strange might be helping him just a little bit. What do you think that black suit, not the symbiote suit, but the black suit in the trailer? What, what is it? Is? Yeah. Oh, what, well, what, actually, what, what, what is it? Like, I know what it is. Okay. I, I feel like. I feel like you shouldn't be telling me, but since I already I asked the question. I don't want to. I don't want, I mean, I, I will. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you, but the only reason I know it is because of uh, some, like, comics. Okay. All right. See, I should be, I should have been able to read all the comics, but I didn't. So I think it's best to, to, to leave that unsaid. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going right. to say. Okay. But, but we do agree that he will be getting some help. Maybe not a lot, but some. A little bit. The, by Doctor Strange. Okay, so yes and no, because he's going to be resenting the help and he's probably going to... Oh, God, this is going to be so weird because I watched all the trailers and I don't want to spoil anything, but it's so hard <laughs> you see, for me not to. And you see, this is the problem with people watching so many trailers because you instantly know what may happen if you just put the pieces together. <laughs> so Yeah, I... I uh... If all they, I'm gonna say is that it's not it's gonna be it's gonna be a weird situation. It's not it's gonna be it's gonna be weird. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But if there's any advice that you can take from me after today, 
try your very best. Like one, avoid spoilers. Mm-hmm. Two, like you said earlier, avoid social media. And when it comes to more movies in the future, only watch one trailer. That's all. That that's uh-huh. all you need. Like so, try at least try. Mm-hmm. So, um, when I saw when I first saw the uh, suit he got, um. I didn't automatically connect it to the comics. I thought, well, okay, so this suit looks interesting. Uh, I thought maybe it was a symbiote suit. I don't think that anymore um, because I've tried to look at like comics that I've read and I connected it. So yeah, all I I really did for a really long time, I thought it may be a symbiote suit. I could be wrong. It could be, but I don't think so. I first known about that suit like there was a specific little part in the first trailer where he was running with it and then of course the Hasbro toys and the action figures kept coming out and of course people leaked it on Twitter and Facebook and everybody else and then my girlfriend decided to get me a Funko Pop of that suit and I'm like well now I sort of know what's gonna happen well okay so I'm actually going to be completely and utterly honest. It's not just the comics that gave it away from me. The color literally shows what it's going to be used for. The white and yellow. I mean, uh, black and yellow. It literally black and yellow. Be, yeah, it, it, it showed. All I'm going to say is it showed what it's going to be used for. Even if you saw the first trailer, uh, if you really think about it hard, you know it's going to be used for. I don't want to think. That's the problem. I'm, I'm tired <laughs> of thinking. You, you know, a good friend of mine a long time ago told me thinking is a sin. And I'm like... Well, that's wrong, but okay. Uh, yeah. You know, the thinking gets me tired. How about that? Thinking gets me <laughs> tired. Yeah. Um. So, after this movie, mm-hmm. what characters that has not been on the big screen yet would you like to see come in? Whether they're in the MCU or back to Sony, doesn't matter. What new characters in the entirety of Spider-Man's gallery would you like to see make the big screen? Because I have a couple in my head and maybe you can agree with me on it. So you I actually first. thought about a whole thing uh, of one character. Okay. So let's say after the events of No Way Home, Peter goes to college uh, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Maybe he just wants, maybe it's like a Spider-Man 2 thing where he's living two lives and he wants to focus on his regular life. Take a break, so, right. Yeah. So he goes to college and there he meets Harry Osborn. And that, uh, that uh, sparks up a whole rival- rivalry because we already know uh, Green Goblin is in uh, No Way Home from the first trailer, the pumpkin mm-hmm. bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think that they'll meet and, they'll, and, they'll, and they won't be best friends. I think, they'll, I think uh, that if it does happen, I don't, I don't want, if he does meet uh, Harry in college, whatever, I don't want them to be best friends. I, don't, I want them to have a rivalry until they finally get along, like, let's say, at the end of the movie. Okay. That's what, I really just want to see Harry uh, in uh, the next movie. Okay, okay. Maybe um, Hobgoblin, too. Mi- mm. uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, well, why not? It has to make sense to me. Yeah, I, maybe, maybe someone uh, he like. Maybe it's someone who uh, doesn't. Maybe okay. Maybe it's like one of his. I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe someone he knew and he did and he doesn't talk to them anymore, and now they're seeking for revenge. There could be that. I mean. There were a lot of rumors that's been speculating for so There was actually a rumor. I don't know if you've heard about this. Recently, there was a rumor 
that if the plans for the multiverse did not work out in this movie, and I want to hear your thoughts on this. Maybe you've heard about it. Maybe you didn't. Um, there were rumors that if plans for the multiverse did not work for this film, they were going to go ahead and do a Craven the Hunter movie with Spider-Man. Yes, that's 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 what I wanted to say. Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man Four. They were going to think about doing that. Craven the Hunter. Yes. And t- talk to me. Like, what's what what goes through your mind when you have a character that literally lives to become like a predator to 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 live for the hunt? Well, that's crazy. I mean. They really uh, decide to do that. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a little bit difficult for uh, for uh, a difficult battle. How do you figure? Well, as you said, he lives. Uh, he lives to be a hunt uh, predator. So I don't know. I think it's gonna be a little bit difficult. I think it's gonna be a difficult battle for Spider Man. If there was one character that I feel like. Uh, Spider-Man would have a very, very hard time against. It would probably be. Mm. Well, I have one, but it makes no sense. Uh, well, I have characters that like obviously would never be in Spider-Man, but have been in like a Sony MCU that I think would have a hard time. All right, hear me out. I think Spider-Man would have a really hard time against Carnage. Yeah, that's true. No, I, I agree with you on that, but. As you said, it would not make any sense yeah. considering that he uh, got uh, his decapitated. Butt- yeah, sure, <laughs> <laughs> sure. You know, it, I reviewed Venom: Let There Be Carnage weeks ago, and th- rethinking about it now, I was too harsh on it because it's too short. Well, that and they could have done more. I think they could have done more. And here's the problem with the Venom franchise. Uh, I saw this with Venom 1. Venom 1, my problem was, it was only good when Eddie had symbiote. Like, Wait. Venom was carrying the whole entire movie of Venom 1, in my opinion. He was funny. He was funny. He was great. When, when Eddie wasn't with Venom, it, it wasn't that good as a movie to me. Really? Yes. So you didn't like the uh, character dynamic between Eddie Brock and Venom? Like it was like a like two roommates bicker at each other. Well, I liked it, and so much that when they were not with each other, it was it was it was dumb to me. And I think Eddie lost the symbiote so many times in the movie, and it made no sense to me. Yeah, well, you know, teacher's own, I guess. Um, yeah, I showed my girlfriend the second movie i don't know why i did this but i showed her the second movie before the first one and ever since then she fell in love with venom ever since Mm. and now she's a huge venom fan i loved venom uh even like uh well i love i just love the concept of venom like being like this like alien sort of like symbiote thing that attaches to host and you know, I, I I died a little bit deep into Venom. Uh, like if you if you you may not or you may or may not know this, you know Venom attached to like a dinosaur. I think it was like T Rex or something. Yes, I I uh I didn't read the comics yet, but um, for those of you for those of people that have no idea what we're talking about, so there is at one point in a different universe and a different multiverse, even before uh there was these the, there was this planet called the Clintars, right? Mm. 
And apparently symbiotes during that time would attach to anything. And there would actually be a symbiotic, a symbiotic dinosaur. Like a vent, like a venom dinosaur. It's, it's wild and crazy, but I think that's pretty cool. Who's that? Who's that? Who's that in the background? My dad. Hey! How you doing, from downtown? How you doing, <laughs> Sid? How you doing, Sid Meister? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. No, no, it's all Anyways. good. It's all good. Anyways, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was really, yeah, that was, that was funny. Um, I think, uh, like, the concept of Venom was really, uh, is really cool. Uh, they did a uh, uh, horrible job with Sam Raimi. But they're doing a really good job with Sony now, at least with Venom. Uh, you know, Carnage is pretty good. I I just think what makes no sense to me is people say Venom is the weakest uh, symbiote, but he still manages to get rid of all these uh, other symbiotes. And you know, it, it's probably just because of the bond he has with Eddie. But Venom, uh, Venom, Carnage literally had like. Like I don't know what they what called. tendrils. They're called tendrils. tendrils. Yes, tendrils. Yeah, and like I don't know. It just it just made it just like plot armor. That's that's. The problem. <laughs> 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 oh man, yes, plot armor. Um, it, plot armor is a very very real thing, especially when it comes to storytelling. Now, mm-hmm. for the listeners that have no idea what plot armor is. Plot armor is basically a concept where a hero, in this case, a protagonist, is alive or the story is helping them to be invincible because the story is allowing them to be. In other words, you look at all your protagonists and they go through struggles. They can't get killed. They can't get hurt too much. They're always going to win in the end. The concept of someone else winning like a sidekick or a villain goes right out the window when it comes to plot armor. And if you remember with Avengers Infinity War, that went right out the window. Oh yeah, the plot armor was like, I was like, oh yes, yeah. They got this in the bag. I mean, uh, they, uh, Dr. Strange said one pot, uh, there's only one chance where they actually win, but I know that one chance is actually going to happen. And then we just hear, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. <laughs> Flash forward to that. Yeah, didn't work out. Did you cry in any parts of that movie? Like, or do you like, do you don't cry easily, do you? You're not over, you're not overly sentimental like me. Well, okay. I don't cry in many movies, but if, if I, if I met someone and this is very rare, who's an actor and like they get killed off in the movie, I cry. Really? Yeah. An example of this. I met someone, uh, one time. Uh, uh, and then uh, I watched the movie with them in it, and they got killed off in the movie, and I cried. I didn't even really know the person well, but like, uh, I, since I since I met them, I was like, "What in the world?" I don't know. I mean, I was younger, so maybe I didn't grasp the concept of like. Do you, Do you remember yeah. who it was? Like, who did you? Now I'm curious. Who did you meet? Uh, oh, Chaz Palminteri. Who? <laughs> who? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, the, I, 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 sure. <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, I I only know one movie he was in. So which uh, what what was it? Maybe I maybe I know this movie. A Bronx Tale. Huh. Oh, Never it's been right. so long. Yeah, it's been a long time. I mean, I met actors as well. Um, I get like for me personally, like 
if a movie, if a character dies, mm-hmm. excuse me, if a character dies and I grow attached to that character, it has to be a very, very strong death. Mm. And there were only two characters from comic book films that I've seen that really, really made me Can cry. I guess? Go ahead. Iron Man. No. No. Whoa. Whoa. No. Really? <laughs> like no. Robert Downey Jr. is such a good actor, though. Well, he is, but the the problem that I had I had two problems with that, and mm-hmm. and and you know the listeners, they pretty much know this already because I've already said this, but I'm gonna tell it to you. Mm-hmm. There were two problems in terms of why I didn't cry when he died. Number one, someone spoiled it to me. Oh, come on. That happens to me all the time. Yeah. All the time. All the time. Yeah. This guy, this guy that I worked with spoiled it to me literally two days before I went to go see it. I don't like that guy. <laughs> I don't like that guy. Then. Uh, and mm, I'll never forget it. Second thing, I kind of predicted uh, Tony Stark's demise. Because yeah. I pay I pay attention to there's a nothing, lot of there's nothing left arts. for him. There's nothing left for him, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this guy spoiled it for me, completely ruined it for me, and that's why I was not overly emotional as some other people were. And it sucked because it was something that I was really looking forward to for over 10 years. Yeah. When the- whenever whenever we as fans it's hard for us to tell people with you, your dad, with me, my girlfriend, with other people, some others. It's hard for us to truly explain why we are passionate about these films and movies. And someone says, oh, it's just a movie. Well, no, this is many, many years of character development and storytelling and great writing. And we become and attached to these characters. Yes. And then all of a sudden, everything goes away. So, of course, they're never going to be... They're never going to understand how we feel the same way we don't understand what makes them be passionate about their thing. For example, I don't like Star Wars. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I know that caught you off guard. I get it. I, I, I can I tell you something really funny? Go ahead. I literally have, I literally today in school went to like the Star Wars club and then watched like Star Wars, uh, like a Star Wars anime. <laughs> and I found it like so uh like amazing. So it's kind of funny how you brought up Star Wars today. I, well, I love Star Wars, but uh-huh. but but there's a lot of things. Uh there's a lot of movies I don't like that a lot of people like. Uh I could guess whatever they are, but I I'll, I'll be completely lost cuz the thing with me is I never grew up with Star Wars. I was never exposed to it as a child. Oh, so that's okay. so that so that's why I don't really get it. I mean, mm. you know, Baby Yoda, the fourth and and Darth Vader and lightsabers, all that is cool. I don't, you know, I'm not downgrading it. I just, I, till this day, I still don't get it. And whenever something is overhyped, I don't like to watch it. I sound like a hater, but I'm really not. No, I don't, I I don't think you're a hater. And yeah, when things are over, I mean, (laughs) that's true, but like back to Noah Home. I don't know. If, I don't. We don't know if it's overhyped or not. I mean, the three, the three Spider Man can be over uh, overhyped, but like I don't think the movie's gonna be overhyped. I think uh, it's gonna live up to its standards. You know, it's funny you say that because 
there's 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 that part of me that thinks to myself that we are overhyping ourselves for these three characters to come together and we're barely going to get that. You know, part of me thinks like what if they don't even what if they don't even or what if they come in the last 20 minutes like uh, venom. Like that's what that's, I'm really thinking. It's most likely going to happen because and- because the first two acts has to focus on Tom Holland's Spider-Man. It's his journey. Mm. You know what my biggest problem with No Way Home is? What? What's up? You know Spider-Man 3, where they took all the villains and they mashed them all up together? Yeah. We got Octopus. We got uh, Dr. Octopus. uh, Electro. Sandman. And uh, and Green Goblin. And uh, literally every every other villain I didn't mention. I feel like I forgot someone that's really important. I don't know why. Uh, Lizard, (laughs) Lizard, Lizard, Lizard. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are five people um, mashed up into one movie. How are they going to make? How do you think? I actually want to know. How do you think they're going to make this uh, character development? Well, I feel like, in my opinion, I feel like the studios and the movies are already banking that we know these characters already. Okay, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, I, I feel like they're already banking that we know their backstory, we know mm-hmm. what they're about, or, or. They're going to do one flashback scene for each movie or have some kind of mention from something, and then they're going to move on. That's what I think is going to happen. Yes, uh, I totally agree with you. Um, I feel like, but I also feel like that would be a lot like, like rushed, right? It will be, but at the end of the day, we know why we're truly seeing it, and that's to see all three of them together. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to see all three of them together, though. If, three, if th- all three of them are not together, I'm going to be sad, but at least we got, you know, all the other people. But it'll also make literally no sense if uh, at least, like, one Spider-Man doesn't come We back. are going to riot. Yeah, I... We it, are going to riot. And you I'm going to be mad. You tell your dad, be like, Dad, you tell them that we want... <laughs> <laughs> just watch, go to Sony Studios. We want all three. You know that's so, you know we what's so funny. We want all three. Hashtag you know so we funny? want all three. What's up? Uh, the, uh, you know that literally happened with another uh another movie. Uh, Sonic. The animation was so bad that people literally like started like spamming them and they changed the animation. I remember that. I remember <laughs> that because the studios for Sonic is Universal, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think if it's not Universal, then I apologize if I got it wrong. They they spent a lot of money to reanimate that, but it was worth it because they got their money back and a lot of people praised it. Mm-hmm. So there is power in people's opinions, especially when it comes to fans. Yes, I mean, but I don't think it's going to change the whole lore of Spider-Man 3. No, no, you're right about that. But if they already have plans in terms of either rejoining with Sony or sticking to the MCU, it really doesn't matter what we think because they really want our bottom dollar. uh, Yes. The thing I'm really mad about in No Way Home is if they're introducing the Sinister Six, Sticks, Six. The Sinister Sticks, uh, really We only have five uh, of the villains revealed. And who knows? Maybe they won't even be a sixth villain. Maybe they don't. Maybe they won't introduce a sixth villain. That's what's really annoying me. That's what's really getting to me. What like what what are they doing? Like if they're planning to introduce the Sinister Six, and they're not bringing in the sixth villain, I feel like 
it's made, made you, you could call me out on this if they're not going to introduce uh, the sixth villain in the movie or they're just hiding them from us that um, the sixth villain will be introduced the next uh, movie and it'll kind of be like another like like uh, maybe maybe okay so here's what I think if mm-hmm. the sixth villain is going to be Venom uh, in the fourth movie it's going to flash back and it's going to show Venom uh, already it, Venom was already in the MCU so I think what's going to happen is uh, we're going to flash over to Venom going to New York City, seeing everything that's going on, and then seeing Otto Octavius, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, he's not going to be really part of, like, the Sinister Six per se. He's going to be going on his own ride. But I think uh, we'll, uh, they'll still uh, affiliate him with the Sinister Six because maybe he'll have, like, an encounter with them, like, like a flashback or something. I don't know. Hmm. Well... They showed Venom mm-hmm. at the ending at, at, at the at the post credit scene. They showed Venom when he was looking at Tom Holland's face on the big screen. So the events of what happened with Far From Home already happened. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 you're right on the fact that it would be a waste for them mm-hmm. to introduce five characters of the Sinister Six and not include a sixth villain. I think they're hiding him from, or her. It could be a her. It could be a she, for all we know. It could be a female villain. What I do know is, if they do not introduce a sixth villain, the writers are either smoking something or something is going on behind the scenes. Or maybe you're right. Maybe they, because remember, mm-hmm. in the Sony universe, mm-hmm. We are two characters have already been confirmed. We already have Venom that crossed over to MCU. Mm-hmm. We already have Morbius. Morbius is coming out, which the Vulture is already with him now. Mm-hmm. And they've already given the green light to Craven the Hunter. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe, maybe I'll do something like this. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I thought about this for a little bit, then I was like, eh, it's gonna sound, it's gonna sound a little stupid. I feel like in No Way Home, Peter's so focused on, uh, like in the in the in the trailer, he's more focused on MJ than Ned. Maybe Ned will have like a scene where he kind of changes his motives. So you're saying Ned might be the secret villain? <laughs> it sounds so weird, but maybe. I mean, the only reason I'm thinking this is because maybe like, uh, well. I'm thinking this for a reason that I can't say. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair because enough. it'll spoil things. And that's yeah, why I'm not it, saying Yeah. It'll definitely spoil things. <laughs> that's why I'm not saying anything. Uh, so all I think is that maybe Ned could be the six. You know what? If he could be the six, it would be interesting. Um, I feel like I want something better. I do. Like, I, I agree. I think it should be. Ooh. Um, you know, now that I think about it, she's either I think I think a good person for Sinister Six. Yeah, I, I don't know how to explain it. You know the prison, uh, homecoming prison scene. The guy with like the scar on his face. Scorpion. Yes. Scorpion. Yes. I think that would be so cool for Scorpion to be, uh, uh the sixth of the Sinister Six. 
You know what? It would make sense because I don't remember. I don't know uh, why they would introduce having... him without him. Like, like, well, I don't know why they would introduce him if he's not going to be in any movies. You know, what? it would make sense because Scorpion has not been introduced in any of the other films yet. So uh-huh. if he is a sixth villain, then eh, it would be kind of cool. It would be. But then I feel like all the villains have to come from another universe. So it's probably going to be Venom. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Venom, He's al- we've already seen him as a good guy, the lethal protector. I mean... Mm, I feel like I it has to be someone we... from another universe. It's because... It, uh, Sandman, Green Goblin, uh, Dr. Octopus, etc. They're all from another universe. I feel like it's going to be someone from another universe. And Venom isn't necessarily from uh, <laughs> the same universe. Uh, I mean... Now they so, are. Yeah, well, now they are. Now they are. Because Venom did, like, that crazy uh, power he had. <laughs> Okay, so, um, all right. Well, we could speculate as much as we want. Mm-hmm. And chances are, as human beings, we'll never be truly satisfied. Mm-hmm. But I, hopefully, and this is just me hoping, I don't think they're going to disappoint. Mm. I feel like Tom Holland knows what he's doing. Yeah. And... At this point, I'm sure he's smart enough and he's wise enough to know what the fans like and what the fans doesn't like. Mm-hmm. However, we have been getting numerous, numerous articles and numerous messages and I, w- I was going to say emails. I'm like, we don't get any emails, you know, uh, tweets that Kevin Feige, the president, did say, do not get our hopes up that much. And I'm like, mm, don't say that. We already know Andrew Gar. I think I think Andrew Garfield is gonna be in the movie. There was a leaked uh thing. Uh, did you see, did you hear? I I I did hear it, and I didn't want to see any of it. Yeah, like, and then there's another it, part. It, 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 just, it just ruins the experience. There was another part that doesn't spoil anything of like someone being like, "Hey, are you gonna be in Spider Man No Way Home?" And he just goes, "Why are you checking out these spoilers? I feel like I feel like you do this on purpose. I, I feel like I feel like you're craving the hunter yourself. I you mean... just seek out these spoilers because you you're one of those that's people not a, that's that will a, never that's be. Not a, that's, not a, that's not a uh, uh, definite answer because he also did say that uh, it's uh, the thing that uh, I'm not going to say is Photoshop. Yeah, well, I still feel like you seek them out. You, you. I mean, you I'm have... just trying to figure out who's going to be in the movie. <laughs> I, I feel like you have this itch where you're like, you have to know and you don't like to be patient. I, I'm getting that vibe I mean, I'm from you. I'm a very impatient type of person. Ah, uh, you see? Boom. There you go. <laughs> well, we're already close to an hour and mm-hmm. it's already like we're at literally almost, wow, it's almost about to be close to an hour. See, this is what happens when passionate happens fans. When two is- people who are deeply invested in an amazing franchise get to have a talk about it. Yes, and you know what? It th- this has been a blast. Like I'm, I'm actually glad that we actually had to have this conversation. And like I said, just one week away, dude. Get your t- as soon as you finish this, get your tickets. Go, Fandango. Um, I don't know any other sites. Go yeah. get your tickets. <laughs> like you don't you don't want to spoil to you man you don't no i don't and like that's the problem about like waiting until things stream i waited until carnage uh, streamed i did not go to the movie theater 
I already knew what was going to happen, so that sucks. Hmm. Same with um, uh, every other every other Marvel movie. Switching slight topics a little bit before we go, hmm. how hyped are you for Spider-Man 2 for the PS5? I don't have a PS5. You don't have a PS5? Okay. I have an Xbox. Uh, RIP to all those Xbox players out there because, trust me, I'd love to be sw- uh, swinging in uh, Spider-Man. So here's the thing with the symbiote suit. Uh, this is this is this is the last thing I want to say. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 game Fortnite. I don't play it anymore. I used to. They uh introduced a Spider-Man's uh skin with a symbiote suit. I saw that. I don't know. Like that's kind of leading me towards something. Uh, maybe next movie. <laughs> hmm. So you so you're saying that Fortnite introducing the suit is some kind of marketing tactic. Maybe it is. Maybe maybe it's a marketing tactic towards uh like oh my god maybe uh I think it's a marketing tactic. I think they're hinting towards something uh because they you need uh own like uh partial ownership to do that right right like it's it's copyrighted it's trademarked right so I think well well yes and no because Fortnite definitely has a deal with Marvel and Disney oh, yeah, to definitely. be able to utilize some of their characters. And Definitely. if they did make a deal to introduce Spider-Man characters, then having the symbiote suit, including the, cause there was three of them. There was the original, there was a symbiote one, and then there was future foundation. And mm-hmm. if they have future foundation, then they pretty much have access to anything. True. Last thing I'm going to say and about uh, Spider-Man PS PS5, I heard that Fortnite has better webs, a uh, better web slinging tool than the actual Marvel games. Oh my goodness, Mar- Marvel's Avengers. Um, well, I will say this: the best web swinging that I've seen is from the PS4 and the PS5. Mm-hmm. The Marvel's Avengers game, absolutely not. <laughs> you know the Amazing Spider-Man game. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man game that came out in like 2012. Oh God, it's been a long time. Yeah. It's like okay for its time, it, but it was like that was horrible. That's horrible web swinging. <laughs> well, Gabe, this is where we come to our end. Like we said before, one week away. Get your tickets. This has been an absolute honor. This has been an absolute blast. Thank you so much for being a guest on this comic book podcast outside the comics volume two. What is the one thing you want to say? To the listeners. This guy's really enthusiastic. Make sure to subscribe. I <laughs> <laughs> appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate that. Um, thank uh, you for being a guest. Uh, thank your dad for helping to set this up. Maybe you both can be together and maybe we can you can return and you can talk about a post reaction. We can do a post reaction mm-hmm. episode if mm-hmm. you're feeling up to it. Yeah, I'd love that. I mean, this was so fun. Thank you for having me on. You're very I mean, welcome, man. No, this is this video is on YouTube. Uh, if you want it to be on YouTube, it can be on YouTube. Well, what do you what do you post this video? What do you post your podcast usually on? So my podcast, and of course for the listeners, that if you've forgotten, how could you forget? You should never forget. It is on Spotify and iTunes. And if I do a oh, Zoom, oh wow, that's crazy! I have I literally have Spotify open right now. I have like a playlist of like four hundred and twenty two songs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the video can be on YouTube, 
And if you mm-hmm. want to be on YouTube, it can be on YouTube. And I will let you know uh, when it's posted, you know, because mm-hmm. editing takes a very long time to do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can tell your friends, you can tell your battle buddies, you can tell your mom, you can tell your sister, mm-hmm. tell anybody you want. And then outside of the comments will continue to be booming. And who knows? You might be a podcaster, too. Maybe. I mean, OK, so I, I, I have done that before with one of my friends, but it didn't go so well. That's all I'm saying. I was bombarded with a lot of editing jobs and I'm not that good of an editor because I don't like spend my time on that. Get your so. dad to get your dad to pay for it. Get your dad to hire somebody, and then he'll pay for it. he's fine. He's fine. He he he's fine. He talks about it. Well, he doesn't talk about it, but you know, he's he's a radio guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, I I he does podcasts, right? It's he's good, right? I don't know. <laughs> you, you 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 know the bobbleheads that do this. Oh yeah, yeah. My dad got me one. <laughs> <laughs> he know he's a bobblehead of himself. <laughs> all right all right let's uh <laughs> all right let's let's end it with this every episode i do a superhero quote of the day or super villain quote of the day and considering this episode 150 oh, which I, can is I, can I do it go ahead and that's why I, I, that, I that's where we're coming I to i think you. it's uh you it's uh, from green goblin it's i think it's you either live uh long enough to be a villain or something like hey, I forgot it. No, no, come on, you're you're almost there. You're almost. I'm, yeah, I'm giving you a chance. To come be on. a villain or uh, or eventually your hero dies. Something like that. I don't know. I forgot it. Well, let me correct you on that. Uh-huh. You're close. You're close. Uh-huh. The one who said those words were Two Face from Batman. Oh. That's what you're thinking of. Oh, well, I was thinking of Green Goblin because of um, what do you call it? His uh, the scene he had with. Uh, Spider-Man. Yes, he says he said, and I quote that if there's one thing that people love to see more than a hero is to see a it's hero, a hero fail, fail, fall, or or um, come on, succeed. Die trying. <laughs> oh, die trying. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I literally watched like it, uh, Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. I rewatched the trilogy not that long ago. I don't know how I forgot about that. It's fine. It's all good. It's all good. Gabe, thank you so much. You are welcome to come back on the podcast at any point and uh, have fun next week. Thank you. All right. Take care of yourself. This is Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast. We are out.